go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday, guys. Um, welcome to NPL Legal Dish. Uh, if you are new here, but I think we have a lot of, you know, um, uh, veterans here today. But if you're new, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I'm also the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. Yes, I am on Instagram, Derek Bailey. Uh, what that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like getting registered with the state, making sure that you have contracts, EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, like my DUNS number a workshop that's on sale right now if you go to linktree forward slash mpl consulting firm all of that startup stuff that you need to do to make your business legitimate your girl helps you with it why am i qualified to help you with it i'm so happy that you asked i am a licensed attorney have been one for 14 years in counting with a specialization in business formation i have had many um careers in the realms of entrepreneurship the law hospitality education and administrative support i've started multiple businesses for myself and others both online and offline i've had many careers in the realms of oh i already said that uh what else oh yeah and also i'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible not everybody has the time the money or the desire to go to business school or to law school but so many people have amazing business ideas and if you're going to be successful in business there's just some things that you need to know there's no way around it um so that is where i come in if you would like to see how we can work together what you want to do is go to linktree forward slash npl consulting firm that is linktree or forward slash mpl consulting firm that is the only link in my bio on instagram and it is all over my page on facebook uh but there you can do a lot of things you can download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you get your dream business started in seven days or less you can book a free 15 minute consultation if you are a first-time client excuse me you can subscribe to my youtube page where you can watch the back episodes of this show there are a lot of them or if you can't watch, you can always listen to the audio on my podcast. Um, uh, the link for that is also at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. So there are many different ways to connect with me, see what I'm about, see what I'm doing. Ooh, I also wanted to remind you guys that I am speaking at movement con on April 4th. Um, this is a conference from April 3rd to 5th that is going to empower and energize creatives and entrepreneurs. There are going to be experts from all types of fields, entertainment law, business law, uh, venture capitalism, finance, um, just, uh, there's going to be like a shark tank, um, a, a shark tank, uh, what do you call that? When you audition there, it's going to be so much fun. So if you go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm, you can get your tickets to movement con and see me on the panel. So that's what's going on over here as well. Like I said, um, the Duns, uh, the Duns number webinar workshop is what we're focusing on this month. A lot of you guys, you know, you have these amazing products that should be seen out there in the world. A lot of you want to get your stuff into big box stores like Target, like, um, you know, Walmart, like even on Amazon. And, um, if you want to do those things, one of the things that you need to have is a Duns number. Um, I posted this week on Monday. If you go to my Instagram page and my Facebook page, there's an infographic telling you the 10 reasons why you need a DUNS number, okay? So if you um, are ready to, uh, to really like get on the ball with your business and make sure that when people come to you with opportunities, you're ready. If you want to land a federal contract, if you want to be a supplier to a big box store, you need a DUNS number. So go grab the workshop, um, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and you can get it there, okay? 
yes, so those are all the things that I had to tell you before the show starts. So now we can get it popping. Uh, if you're new, the way that the show works is that I pull stories that either you guys have sent to me that I have found on my own that come to my inbox that I see on different, you know, media outlets and I pull the ones that I feel like have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them. So this is going to be a time for us to all talk together. Um, but I do want to say up front to my lovely growing crowd on Facebook. So Facebook has a very long delay, um, for me. So when I ask you a question, if you're putting your answer in, please be patient. It will take a little bit of time, um, anywhere between 30 and 60 seconds for your answer to come through to me. All right. But I will get to your answer. So, so don't be shy about participating. Don't think that I'm ignoring you. I totally am not. It's just the delay. Okay. Thank you to everybody who's coming in on Instagram as well. All right. So if we are ready, I want to see a couple of, um, give me a couple thumbs up if y'all are ready. I want to see some readies. I want to see some thumbs up. Give me a ready or give me a thumbs up. I just want to see, I'm only asking for two. I'm only asking for two. That's it. We got a bunch of people on Facebook and we got, you know, a couple on Instagram. I'm just asking for two thumbs up so that we can get started on our journey. And don't leave us waiting because we got the people in, uh, in podcast land Thank you for that thumbs up. Thank you. Um, whoever did that, I don't know who did, but thank you. Um, we don't want to leave the people in podcast land waiting. All right. I got my two thumbs up. I, I see them coming in through Facebook. They're pushing the, the thumbs up button. All right. So here we go. The first story that we are talking about tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is actually an update. It is the second update um, that we have had on this particular issue. So if anybody in the audience is familiar with Penn State University, if you are familiar with Penn State University, give me the, give me, put PSU in the comments. If you have heard of Penn State University, or if you're an alum, let us know. Give me a PSU in the comments. Now, uh, I'm sure everybody here pretty much knows Penn State. They're a very well-known university throughout the United States. Uh, they have good sports teams, good programs. One of my cousins graduated from there. Hi, Jeff. Um, Penn State has been involved in a bit of a kerfuffle with an RV rental company in Pennsylvania. So, um, like I said, Penn, Penn State... They have sports, right? And they have areas where you can come and tailgate, you can rent RVs, and you can park in their parking lot, all this stuff, right? Um, there is a competing business called Keystone Alternative, where they also rent RVs, specifically for people to go to Penn State games. And they had Penn State paraphernalia all over these RVs, okay? All over, inside, outside, stickers, towels, cups, whatever, Penn State in there. Penn State was very upset because they don't have a deal with Keystone Alternative. Um, and Keystone Alternative is basically their direct competition, right? Yes, they're back again, Busy Peach, right? So Penn State, they were complaining. They're like, hey, they're using our trademarks, meaning the Penn State logo, the Penn State name. They're using it without our permission. And you guys can't do that, right? Um, now, Keystone Alternatives, to boot, aside from these, these Penn State logos, when you called their, you know, their business line, that one of the lines in their message was that, you know, they are the alternative to Penn State RVs. So they are 
very, very obviously in direct competition with Penn State. But they would not acknowledge that they had infringed on any of Penn State's um, logos. They said that use of the logos, uh, that they're using the, the, the logos with fair use. Now, so, fair use, while there are occasions for fair use, I honestly can't um, agree with them on this one because they had no affiliation with Penn State, but the crux of their business is to sell or, I mean, to rent RVs to people who are going to Penn State, right? So your use, your Penn State is your selling point for your business, or at least that's my, that's my, um, interpretation of, uh, of, um, their business. Either way, um, Keystone, they're like, well, it's fair use, but a judge has apparently disagreed with them and they were asking for the case to be dismissed. But the judge has said, you know what? Um, I don't think this is necessarily fair use and I want to hear Penn State's arguments and see what's going on because I think there might be an issue here and the case is going forward. So for those of you who are Penn State um, alums, fans, uh, keep an eye out for this case with Keystone Alternatives because it's, it's, it keeps going on. Keystone Alternatives is not taking this line down. They are insisting that they have every right to use Penn State's logos to rent their RVs. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you guys, Hi, Cynthia39, you made it over from Facebook. What do you think about um, Keystone Alternative's argument that this is fair use? So Keystone Alternative, they're using Penn State's logos to rent RVs so people can go to Penn State games. And they also rent spaces so people can sleep over in lots at Keystone Alternatives. This is stuff that Penn State does too. Do you think that using the Penn State logo is fair use in this case? Because for Keystone, the only thing they do is rent RVs for Penn State games. What do you guys think? And while you do that, um, I'm going to introduce our next story. This this one, you know, will kind of touch my heart because it's from home. Uh, it's the title story of uh, of our... Um, episode tonight, uh, the episode, the, the name of this episode is called Cause Harvard is Smart. Um, since they did not said it's fair. Yeah, I think it's to, wait, you think their use of the logos is fair? Why do you think it's fair? Cause I personally don't think so. If it's like, no, if they don't have an agreement for me, my, my interpretation of it is that they don't have an, an agreement with Penn State, you know? It's like your whole point of your business is to rent RVs to go to Penn State games, but you haven't said to Penn State, hey, can we use your logo on our stuff because we want to rent our equipment to people to, you know, to come to your games. They should have at least gotten permission, in my opinion, from Penn State, you know, to be like, yeah, you can use our paraphernalia. Maybe cut Penn State a little bit of a check or something. <laughs> you said Sandusky incident, that is apples and oranges. Those are two different things, sir. You cannot mix the two. You're being silly, uh, Cynthia39. All right. But um, let's move on to our next story. Um, Facebook, I want to hear from y'all too. Um, our next story has to do with Harvard, okay? Um, so how many of y'all have heard of Harvard University? We have a lot of universities tonight. If you've heard of Harvard University, give me... I'm afraid to say it here because I'm in the DMV, but give me an HU. 
Um, if you're from the DMV area, you know why, why I'm giggling because, um, in the DMV area, we have both Howard University and then a little further south, we have Hampton University and they are always, uh, in this kind, they always have this kind of rivalry as to which school is the real HU. But then you have Harvard University way up north. So who's the real HU? Anyway, so Harvard University, uh, hi, Dell. Del Bowender? What an interesting name. Okay. So, um, at Harvard, they have, uh, Greek organizations, fraternal organizations, and the, the, those organizations have their own buildings. Thank you for the HU, Sincere 39. Yes, it is a real big rivalry. Um, so they have a frat over at Harvard, and the name of their building is called Kirkland House, right? Um, and they had their own kind of, what do you call it? They had their own insignia, their own logo, their own uh, image that represented the house. The problem was a lot of the, uh, the members of this group, they said that their flag, and it was in the form of a flag, they said that this flag, the, the design on it resembled the Confederate flag. So the school allowed the house to redesign the flag for their house, right? Now, um, the original, they, so they changed the design around, hi, Sim, Simbagan, Simbagan, hi. So they designed, um, the flag, it was supposed to be three stars in an inverted triangle on a black and crimson background. So I'm going to draw it real quick for y'all. It was supposed to be one crap doodles. Okay. One, two, three. So it was supposed to look like this. I don't know if you can see that on Facebook. It was supposed to look something like this. Can y'all see that? All right. But on a, on a black and crimson background, um, here's the problem. Um, the when when they did their due diligence because like the title of this episode says Harvard is smart Harvard didn't want any smoke before they allowed this uh frat house to change their flag they did a trademark search for the design and they found out that this particular design had been trademarked a year prior the facebook live is way behind okay all right, thank you for letting me know, Sincere. I'm not really sure what to do about the lag on Facebook, but, you know, we do the best that we can, all right? So, uh, they had this new design, the, invert, the inverted stars on a black and crimson background, but um, the Harvard, after doing their research, found out that that design was already trademarked. So Harvard saved themselves a bunch of headache, a bunch of time, and a bunch of money by doing their trademark search before implementing the new design. You really? Okay, thank you. This is what I want to get across to you guys. When you are trying to choose a logo, choose a name, don't, don't you know, pick one high lifestyle of Lola. Don't pick one and then, uh, you know, figure you can um, take care of everything later. Do your research beforehand. Make sure you're not stepping on anybody's trademark toes. Make sure the names are not already taken, okay? You have 
to do your research so you don't get in trouble. So Harvard, like the smarty pants that they are, they did their research beforehand and they found out that the first design that was submitted was already taken. So they told the group, you got to go back. You can't do this. So there was an update actually today that Harvard has found a new design and they have accepted it. So now the design for this house on the Harvard campus, the Kirkland House, hi Afro Curvecci, Um, the, the design for Kirkland House is now going to be three white stars horizontal on a black strip with a crimson background. And when I hear that description, it kind of reminds me of the DC stars and bars. Uh, but, um, but that is just me. But, um, uh, Kirkland House at Harvard has their approved design change and they were smart as an organization that they did their trademark search beforehand so they knew that the design wasn't taken. So I guess it's true that Harvard is for the smarty pants, y'all. Mm-mm-mm. All right? Okay. So, yes. All right. We're going to take a small commercial break. Uh, I, for those of you who are just coming in, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. You are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my uh, Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach uh, business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. I was not on last night, guys, because I did have something to do, but most weeks I'm on Monday through Thursday. Um, I'm also a licensed attorney who helps startups get started the legal way. So if you have a business idea you're trying to implement for 2020, if you have, you know, your business business that you just started and you don't really know where to to go in terms of getting all your paperwork together, that's why I'm here. I help you get your business registered. I help you get your contracts together, your EIN numbers, your DUNS numbers, basic brand protection strategies, um, hiring employees properly. I help you do all of that. Okay. Um, So go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and let's connect. And let's move on to our next story for the evening. How many of you guys have heard of the band Journey? They are a classic rock band. Um, I used to watch this show Glee, and they would um, sing Journey songs all the time. But if you have heard of Journey, give me a give me one of the titles of their songs. If you have heard of the group Journey, give me a title of one of their songs. Uh, I'm going to sing a tune to one. I'm going to see if y'all um, know what it is. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's about all I can remember. Um, Steve Perry. Who's Steve Perry? Is that the name of one of their songs? Sorry about that. Um, but for those, uh, so for the sake of the po- of podcast land, um, Journey is an 80s rock band. They have many famous songs, and one of the their most famous songs, at least to me, is their song, Don't... Yes! Thank you, Sincere 39. Don't Stop Believing. Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> well, I think his name is Stephen Smith. Um, I don't know the band member named Sincere 39. Oh, Steve Perry, because his name isn't here. But I'm going to tell you why Journey is on our docket for tonight, okay? So, um, the, the, the bassist and the, the guy who pays, plays the, the bass guitar and the drummer of the group, their names are Ross, Ross Valerie and Steven Smith, okay? 
they have actually been ousted from Journey. So remember when uh, Flavor, Flavor Flav just got fired from Public Enemy because he was trying to, you know, do things that he was not allowed to do? Like he was trying to tell Bernie Sanders he couldn't use Public Enemy's music and stuff. And Chuck D was like, whoa, whoa, whoa there. Uh, I own the trademarks. I get to say what happens with it. Well, the bassist and the drummer of Journey, Ross, Valerie, and Stephen Smith, they have been, um, okay, um, they have been kicked out of Journey for trying to gain control of the band's trademarks. So, uh, they were kicked out of the group by the band's guitarist, the lead guitarist, and their keyboardist, uh, Neil Sean and John Kane. Um, they said that, uh, the bassist and the drummer, meaning Ross and Steven, they held meetings with shareholders and tried to take votes to replace Neil and John on, you know, the, the, the board of directors. So they were basically trying to go behind their back and tell people, yo, can you just like vote these guys out so that we can be in charge of the company now, right? Now these guys have had a trademark agreement since 1985. So they've been working together for a long time. Right. Um, and of course, Neil and John, I'm sure they felt betrayed and they were like, yo, we've been working together for how many years are you going to try and go behind my back? So they have kicked out the bassist and drummer and they are now seeking $10 million in damages from these two gentlemen for trying to take over control of their trademarks. They were trying to get the shareholders to, to, to hand over control of, of the band's image and all, all the important stuff. They wanted it in their hands. The group formed in 77. Well, they got these, they had this trademark agreement in 85, right? And I don't know what's gone south. Apparently there are, there were factions in Journey and one side tried to take out the other and the other side, you know what? Said, you know what? You can go. So there is a split in Journey. If, if any of y'all are, play the bass guitar or if you're a drummer, uh, Journey may be holding open auditions in a city near you. <laughs> Hi, Kels Yabo one. So go check out Journey. If they're on tour, you know, go see them. Does Journey still tour? I don't know. I don't know. Um, yes. All right. Okay, we're making good time. All right. So we have one more story before we end for the night. Um, and this is also an update story. How many of you, they're all old now? They are old and they got time on their hands, which is why this trademark stuff is happening. And that, that's another thing. These trademarks, they're allowing them to make money, you know, in their old age without having to do all that extra work. When they were younger, they could go on tour and be away for months at a time. Because, you know, they were young and, and they had that vitality and they laid the groundwork. But now they're older. They don't want to leave home. Just take these trademarks, get some merch, give us our money. <laughs> okay? All right. So next, the, the last story that we are talking about tonight is another update. How many of you guys were here when we talked about the Brooks Brothers versus Brooks Sports case? Um, uh, if you were there, give me a BB in the comments. For those of you who weren't there... There is, Genesis is going on tour, okay. For those of you who weren't there, there is a an athletic apparel and shoe company called Brooks Sports. They have had a coexistence agreement with Brooks Brothers for quite some time to allow each brand to use the word Brooks, but there are stipulations as to how they can use them. Thank you, Sincere. Yes, you were there. Um, 
Brooks Brothers was supposed to use Brooks, only Brooks Brothers. They could not use the word Brooks by itself on any of their clothing. And Brooks Brothers, we know when you think about Brooks Brothers, you think tailored suits, you know, really upscale clothing. But apparently Brooks Brothers is now getting into sportswear, athletic apparel, and they have filed a trademark for Brooks by itself. And now Brooks Sports is filing a trademark infringement suit against Brooks Brothers because they say that you're violating our trademark coexistence agreement. You're only allowed to use Brooks Brothers on clothing uh, on apparel and even shoes and fa- and also Brooks Brothers is supposed to be coming out with an athletic shoe which they don't usually do and it kind of looks like one of Brooks sport- sports sneakers right well Brooks Brothers they're not taking this lying down they are fighting back for, um, against Brooks sports and they're actually saying that Brooks Sports is the one in violation of the trademark agreement because when they signed the coexistence agreement Brooks Sports was allowed to use the word Brooks by itself on shoes only. And they were supposed to use Brooks plus some type of wording if they did it, if they made clothes. But apparently they didn't do that. So Brooks Brothers is now fighting back against Brooks Sports. So I want to ask you guys, do you guys think that that is a good enough argument from Brooks Brothers? Because Brooks Sports, they do specifically athletic wear and athletic shoes. Brooks Brothers, for me, I always think of them as suits and, you know, tailored shirts and things like that. So Brooks Sports and Brooks Brothers, to me, don't really have a lot of overlap, right? So if I see Brooks athletic shoes somewhere, I'm not necessarily going to think about Brooks Brothers you know, the upscale clothing line. So do you think that Brooks Brothers' argument that Brooks Sports was not um, putting, you know, Brooks plus other wording on clothing a good enough argument for why Brooks Brothers should be allowed to have this athletic wear come out with Brooks? I know, it sounds a little bit confusing, but just think of it this way. Brooks Brothers and Brooks Sports. Brooks Sports is the only one that's allowed to use Brooks by itself. Brooks Brothers was supposed to put Brooks Brothers on everything, but Brooks Brothers is now saying that Brooks Sports violated the agreement because they were supposed to use Brooks plus some other type of word when they made clothes and they didn't. Um, Sincere39 says that, that, okay, you think so? I think of tailored suits and briefcases. Right. When I think of, of Brooks Brothers, I would never go to Brooks Brothers to look for athletic apparel. I would go there to look for a suit for, you know, or a a man would go there to look for a suit, you know, for like a job interview or for a special occasion. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens between Brooks Brothers and Brooks Sports. Apparently they are both very adamant that they have the right to use Brooks by itself. Um, And we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with them. Okay, guys? All right. Oh, what time is it? Guys, I think we have time for one more story. If y'all want one more story, give me a one. Because this one is actually kind of cool. And we have some, and I know I wasn't on yesterday, so you know I want to give y'all a little extra. So if you want another story, give me a one. They seem too nerdy for athletic apparel. Right, it's not even nerdy to me. It's just like they seem kind of um, stuffy. Lola, Lifestyle of Lola wants another story. Sincere39 wants another story. Okay. Have any of y'all heard of a performer? He's kind of new. You may not know him. Have you heard of a guy named Drake? 
If you've heard of a guy named Drake, give me an owl emoji. If you have heard of the, yeah, real stuffy. If you have heard of Drake, uh, Aubrey Graham, Champagne Poppy, <laughs> give me an owl emoji, okay? Yes, last Island, yes, Champagne Poppy is in the room tonight, all right? <laughs> Don't do Drake, I love Drake. All right, so if you didn't know, Drake, he is a huge uh, hip-hop star. Uh, I can't remember a song that he has made that has not, you know, just soared to the top. Um, But Drake has a lot of business ventures, and one of his business ventures is his clothing line, OVO. If you have heard of OVO, give me, give me an O. Give me an O if you have heard of the OVO line from Drake's people. Okay, um, and while you guys do that, um, just so you know, OVL makes footwear and clothing, okay? Um, and, uh, yeah, so they make footwear and clothing. They've been making it for a few years. I've been hearing about the OVO line. I don't think I've ever actually seen an OVO product, but I have heard of their line. Okay, you haven't? That's cool. Well, Drake has a clothing line called OVO, and... The logo for this clothing line is an owl. I actually posted the picture, um, the, the picture in my stories not too long ago, okay? Um, here's the problem. There is an Australian company called Bellroy. Um, they partnered with an LA company called Clay. Um, now, originally this company was making wallets, phone cases, luggage, and travel accessories, but recently in their collaboration with LA Clay, they have, um, they have uh, branched out into footwear and clothing. Here's the problem. Bellroy's original logo was an owl, but OVO was saying that they changed what their owl looked like so it looked more like OVO's owl, and they are deceiving people into believing that their products are OVO products. So I'm just going to leave you with this story because I just posted the picture not too long ago. We're actually going to come back to this tomorrow. But what I want you guys to do tonight is go in my stories. Look at that picture of the owls. I want you to vote on it. And we're going to come back tomorrow. I'm going to ask you guys whether you think that those two logos are sim- are too similar or if there is enough difference that they can coexist. Do you, uh, um, the other question I'm going to ask you is, do you think that they did that on purpose to mislead people to think it was an OVO product? Since if they're not already have his answer, he said it's too close. Well, we're going to give, you voted earlier, okay. Well, we're going to give everybody, you know, 24 hours to get, to get it together, because I did post it not too long ago, and I want people to have a chance to vote and give me your honest opinion of whether you think these two logos can coexist in the footwear and clothing categories, okay? Um, so those are the stories that I have for you tonight. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with more. Uh, if you find any stories that you want me to talk about, please, please, please send them to me, email them to me, DM me, um, tweet me if you know where I am on Twitter. I just got on Pinterest today. <laughs> 
But yes, please send me stories as well. Don't forget to pick up the Duns, um, the Duns Number Workshop uh, Replay Bundle that that we are focusing on this month. If you are trying to get your stuff into big box stores, if you want a contract, one of the first things that you need is a Duns Number, uh, and it's, it's just something you need if you plan on expanding. And I give you a whole workshop where I show you how to get one. I tell you what you need. You got a whole prep worksheet. You got my money management for entrepreneurs um, ebook. There's a whole bunch of information in there, okay? So go check that out. Make sure you download the BizLaunch Cheat Sheet, which is going to help you get your dream business started in seven days or less. Um, and book your free 15-minute consultation if you haven't already, okay? For first-time clients only. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, ladies and gentlemen. Because if you can't watch the whole show, some of y'all, you come in and out, you can always watch the replay on YouTube or subscribe to the podcast and you can listen to the audio, okay? So I will be back tomorrow. I can't wait to talk to you guys. We've got to figure out this delay thing on Facebook. Facebook, I apologize. There's really nothing I can do about it because I don't know anything technical. But um, hopefully Facebook gets its act together and the delay can stop, all right? So uh, that is what I'm leaving you guys with tonight. I will talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Good night, Mom. Good night, Dad. Um, Bye, guys.